Hello and welcome to Wake the F*** Up, a podcast about conscious living. I'm your host, Madison Palika, here to explore with you a holistic, healthy, and ethical way of life to help you gain awareness and self-empowerment. I hope to awaken humanity to the reality of the world as well as their own creative potential. Thank you so much for being here, and I love you. Wow, guys. (laughs) Okay. So today is July 30th, the World Day Against Human Trafficking, and, like, how amazing that this topic has gotten so much awareness, and there's so many marches going on today, everyone's posting about it, but... What's special for me today is that I just got off of a really special and exciting meeting. Um, So for a little background, my uncle has dedicated his life to the recovery of human trafficking victims. So he used to donate to organizations, he used to help go on rescues, But he realized that the aftercare is kind of a pain point and that people will do the rescues and, like, get this publicity. But after the kids are rescued, there's really not much aftercare for them. And a lot of the time they end up just straight back in the system and then get trafficked again. So I was on a meeting with him today because he started his own ministry. He quit his job or got laid off. I'll talk about that. But (laughs) he started his own ministry. It's called I Am Here Ministries, and he just takes in, like, abused and neglected kids, Um, and I wanted to start working with him because, I mean, there's a lot of different organizations right now that are getting a lot of attention and not, not fame, whatever, I'll just go with attention. But a lot of them, a lot of them are just rescuing people and they don't have very much focus on the aftercare process. And so a lot of these organizations get fame and like a a big, good reputation, but they're not, not really helping as much as they could. Um, So I'm just going to start from the beginning of the meeting and talk about what Wayne and I talked about, um, I'm going to start doing their social media so that his ministry will start getting a little bit more attention because the main point of his whole deal is to build a ranch, a ranch for the kids to go and live with their forever parents. So like when people go back into the foster care system, when they leave, it's just like, okay, they're done. They're gone. That family, those parents get the money and that's it. And, like, it's not like they have real lifelong parents to keep going back to. But with I Am Here Ministries, you have a home. Like, you have parents. Maybe you grow up at 18, you move out, and you move on. And you don't live with them anymore, but they're still your parents. Like, it's literally giving people a family. Um, so, he deals with the abused, neglected, and trafficked um, from the... Ver- Victims' point of view, there's a huge need for trust because they've been abused by people who are supposed to teach you what love is. So they learn it all in the wrong way, like like someone abusing you and then cuddling you and telling you that they love you after and then abusing you again. Um, 
So at some point in time, they start realizing that this isn't right. And what's surprising, um, as my uncle was saying, is that these people have huge bullshit meters. Like, they can tell in an instant if you don't have a good spirit or if you're lying or if you're suspicious. And they're not just going to trust anybody. But he was saying how surprised he is at how quickly they can build a trusting relationship. Like, it doesn't take a lot. Um, he was saying that there's just, like, something in a person that they'll open up and start to tell him stuff. Um, and it's not just generic trust. It's a super unique type of trust. And building that trust is super important. Um, <clears throat> so, and he was saying that one of the things that helps people open up is they'll be like, oh, like, how much money are you getting? Because, you know, that's all that they know. They've been sold. And he says, I'm not doing this to get paid. I'm doing this because I love you. And it, that's, it starts from there. The love, the trust, you know, the values. And I think that it's equally important for people who want to help with this issue that who they're donating to or who they're supporting or who they're sharing their social media stuff, they've got to be trustworthy. And not to throw anyone under the bus, but I've been seeing Underground Railroad a lot. But I also saw a human trafficking survivor, Coco Berthman, say that she doesn't want anything to do with that whole organization and she does not wish to be affiliated with them in any way. It's like, if they were really helping survivors, do you think a survivor wouldn't be bashing them like that? So it's really important that people don't feel like they're donating something that's low-key corrupt on the inside. Like, it needs to feel really trustworthy. So the focus, the focus of his ministry is to build the ranch, to build these homes, to offer real aftercare, long-term aftercare, where they're not going to go back to social service and be trafficked a week later. Like, he's not trying to get the false spotlight, and he's not, he's not going overseas to do rescue operations when it's literally happening in our own backyards, you know? And he pointed out to me, like, think about Utah and the fundamental LDS religion. A 14-year-old is not a wife. A 14-year-old is a victim. And, like, we totally just overlook that in our own state, in our own cities, even. And so he made a huge point that it's hidden in plain sight. Like, he would say that in his church, just in that church building, he would say, like, I know of kids in here who are probably being trafficked. Because there's people who are on drugs and they're having trouble and they don't have money, so they're trafficker. Or that person will traffic people and use them for sex so that they can get money for their drugs. Like, when you're addicted, you will do anything. So, the point of this is to build this ranch. To build homes where they, where these neglected kids can go be in a real family. Like, your parents are yours for life. You can leave, but they're still your parents. Um, so he has a couple of really awesome stories of how he got involved in this all and how it actually all, like, started coming together and taking shape. And honestly, like, <clears throat> it's all done 
by God. Like, 1,000%, God is making this all happen and putting it all together. Um, and I'm so sorry that I'm sick and I sound this way. <laughs> but, um, I'll give you a quick little overview of a couple of his really awesome stories. The first story is about how he actually started doing this. So, he started getting involved in some organizations and he was donating. Uh, like I said, he was helping in rescues. But he was feeling really called to start doing this full time. So he didn't know what to do and he prayed about it. He actually prayed about it with my dad and the very next day he got laid off and he just called up my dad and was like, okay, I'm doing it. Like I'm going full time. And he was just explaining like that was God saying, do it within 12 hours. He had his answer. Um, the next story is the way that he named his ministry. So he said that one of his, like, co-workers had mentioned one time that, because my uncle's involved in all these, like, super random different things, like, he's involved in all these random pockets of life, and someone mentioned to him, someone mentioned to him that, like, you're, you're everywhere, and that if anyone has a question about anything, Wayne is always just like, oh, I'm here. And he didn't really think anything of it at first, but then that night he woke up in the middle of the night thinking, like, God is the great I am. I am here. Like, I am here ministries. God is here with you. So he just felt like God put that together really powerfully. And then another really awesome story was about his first donor, which um, he met him at a camp for elementary kids, a Christian summer camp. Uh, this guy was like a worship leader. He had a Christian music company and started asking what my uncle did. And he was explaining that he got laid off, but he wants to go into ministry. And this guy ended up wanting to take him to lunch. And then literally <laughs> by the end, he started donating, started donating money to my uncle. And this was before he even had the nonprofit. So this guy was donating his money so that my uncle didn't have to go back to work and could focus on this full time so like this is something that has the hand of God in it and I have no doubt that this is going to blow up and that these ranches will be built so beautifully on like the most beautiful land um so so I'm going to talk about a little bit of what he needs because, like, this is real. I am not just talking about this to talk about this. I am doing this because I hope that anyone who listens to this feels called and feels like they have something that they can contribute. So the things that we really need, like, really, really, really need. Number one is, he said, property. We are looking for property. If you have like 60 acres, you can donate. 60 acres you're not using that you can lease, you know, whatever. He, he will take property over that money that you might have. Like property outweighs money. Right after property, of course, is money though. <laughs> we need financial support to make this all happen. Um, we need prayer. Please pray for us. Pray to know how you can get involved, pray that this will start gaining momentum. 
Um, we can really use support and awareness and for you to share. Um, I'm going to start working on their social media soon, so I'll have some stuff that I'll be able to share soon. Right now, there's not really anything. Um, but even just talking about it is good for now. Um, we really need volunteers. Uh, and the point of this ministry is Jesus. So if volunteers are Christian or feel like they have that unconditional love, um, you know, of Jesus, you're perfect for the job. Reach out, see what you might want to help out with. Um, we also need materials. So if you're someone who could donate things for houses like toilets or doors or windows, um, we need help building like construction. We need social media workers or artists and also vehicles. So like big passenger vans so that the kids can travel together. Like he was saying that, um, I think one of the organizations that he works with is called Run to Rescue, number two, Run to Rescue. And they'll have like boat days on the lake, but they can't fit all the kids into a single car. So they're all driving like four cars every time. So transportation would be nice, vehicles. Um, so my uncle, when he talked about aftercare, he calls it restoration. And he says that without restoration, the whole thing is useless. It's totally useless to save these victims and then not give them any way to heal and go back on with their lives and function like normal people. So a big question is what really happens to the victims after they're rescued? And he said, that's the purpose of I Am Here Ministries. God is with them everywhere, even in difficult times. That's what we try to teach them. It'll take a while to find where he was when this was all happening, but he was there or else you wouldn't be here now. How special is that to think that these kids, like I think his youngest victim was nine, and to think that they have just been abused and tortured, really sometimes tortured. And then to learn that, like, God exists and is here to help you and love you. And then think, why why did I never get to experience God when I was little? And he is here to, my uncle is here to teach you, like, God was always there. He is always with you. He was there even in those dark times. And, you know, they're going to have to try and find him. Find where he was in all of those dark times. And to realize that he must have been there. Or else, really, they wouldn't be here now saved and healing. So the craziest part about all of this is that I had told my uncle, like I knew it was a Christian ministry and that I was in new age stuff and I wanted to help him out. But I like on my side, I was like, oh, he's Jesus-y. And on his side, he was like, oh, she's all new agey. So my uncle prayed that I would be taken out of the new age stuff. He literally prayed for me that I would come to Jesus and like just find the truth. And I told him that I had my come to Jesus moment. And he just told me that he said the prayer for me. Like, like he prayed that that would happen. And then the thing that I never, ever thought would happen happened. And I was like, oh my gosh, Jesus Christ. Like Jesus is, is the truth and the way. 
so crazy. Like, it's not about church. It's about Jesus and the Bible. And my uncle was just explaining, like, when you see it in action, when you see him, and when you see, like, these girls who should be dead, who should be dead, and their lives are being completely restored, like, it just clicks one day, and it's really cool to see. Like, it's not about relation, it's not about religion, it's about the relationship. And it really does just bring kids back to life. So he says that that's like one of the things with their ministry is that it is Christian based. Anyone is welcome. Kids, of course, don't have to be Christian to come, but they do have strong guidelines, guidelines, lines in terms of how they make sure that their focus is still the foundation of Christ. Um, so yeah, like right now there's a lot of attention being brought to this issue, um, it's becoming a larger issue because of schools being locked down. He was explaining to me how schools and teachers, they're the mandatory reporters. And my uncle, or no, my cousin works, I don't know exactly where he works, but my uncle was saying that the numbers in my cousin's like safe, safe home place, I could be wrong about that. He works somewhere and they take in the kids who have been like abused. But he said that his numbers are lower right now than they ever have been. And they're pretty sure that it's because schools are closed. So the mandatory reporters aren't reporting and kids are stuck at home. And like, not only that, predators are really heavy on social media. Everyone's home on their computers. Their parents are working. Like they're just online doing whatever they want. So yeah, it's a big deal. It's a lot going on. And I was just so excited that out of all the times we happened to schedule this meeting on July 30th, the World Day Against Human Trafficking, and we just made so much headway. There's so much that's in the works right now. There's so much momentum behind it, and I'm so excited to be able to start actually really putting this content together and sharing it and building, you know, supporters, a base of people who believe in the cause. Maybe open a GoFundMe like, start an email list, get people involved, like, watching videos of Wayne and his story, you know, eventually have people who can donate land or can donate you know, horses for the ranch or houses or whatever it might be. Like, it's going to be so awesome just to see the way that God brings it all together through us. So, I just thought that was so freaking special and I wanted to share that with you guys all. Uh, despite my voice sounding like this. So I love you so much and I hope that this touched your heart. And if you feel called uh, to help out with anything, I will put his website link in the show notes. And maybe I'll also put his email and my email in the show notes and then you can reach out to either one of us. And you can also contact me on Instagram at Madison Palika. Or even just message me on Facebook. You know, whatever is easiest for you, please go for it and do that because we could use all the help that we could get. So, yeah. Love you all. Thanks for listening. And I can't wait to see where this takes us. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I hope that you absolutely loved it and that you got some really good things out of it to apply in your own life. 
If you want to hear more, I'm really active on Instagram. My username is Madison Palika. I'm also on YouTube and Facebook, both under Madison Palika. So hit me up there. I would love to schedule a mentoring session with you or talk to you about course options. I would love to hear from you and I would love to hear what you think about this podcast. Again, I love you. Thanks so much and have the best day ever.